Awesome. You guys play the new Mario Kart levels? Yeah. Yes, I did. Actually, they're very fun. I I played them only very briefly, but... I wanted to not have three city tracks and other tracks instead. Yeah, I was very upset about there being two tour... Because, first of all, all of the tour levels are basically the same. Yeah, Yeah, they're just like, ooh, different every... every, Ooh, yeah, we're in Tokyo now. Like, (laughs) I I don't... I'm done with it. I don't care. Done with it. Yeah, me too. And then but I felt D- cheated when they gave us two yeah. and one. DK yeah, Summit, but... though. Yeah, DK yeah, Summit. Yeah, but I was going to say, and Waluigi Mine or whatever, Waluigi, Waluigi, no, Waluigi Stadium. Stadium. Stadium, yeah. So that was my favorite course from the GameCube. And then DK Summit was my favorite from the Wii. And so I was like, I was pretty pumped about that. Yeah. And then the Yoshi's Island. If you guys Yoshi's like, Island Yoshi's is Island. That one. It's sweet. perfect. I love it. It's so cute. Yeah. It's very uh, fun. I um I think the last round that they released were better. The last two um, cups, because yeah. they had the one where you go down the mountain, which I love, and then the 3ds uh, Rainbow Road. Both are 3ds tracks, and I yeah. That's the mar- first Mario Kart game that I really played was Mario Kart 3ds. Oh. 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 I don't know that. Anyway, we can talk about Steven Spielberg now. Um, Prove it. So welcome to Man Cave Movie Night. <laughs> We're going to play a game called, is it a Steven Spielberg quote or is it a Venom 2 Let There Be Carnage quote? I oh. feel like this is either going to be very easy or hard. Wait, are you meaning uh, <laughs> yeah, the person or Steven movie Spielberg movie quote? Steven Spielberg quote? said this himself. <laughs> Steven Spielberg okay. himself said this. Or, or any character in said Venom 2. in the movie Venom 2 Let There Be Carnage. Great. So first one, I'm going to, I'm going to, we're going to give it to, we're going to give it to Jared. This one is every decision we ever make, who do we leave behind and how do we leave them waiting in the darkness, but the rescue never comes. Whoa. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, what context you know? would Steven Spielberg be saying <laughs> that in, on the red carpet? <laughs> I was waiting who are for you wearing tonight? <laughs> yeah, who, let every me, decision we let ever me make, address that with my own question. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm gonna. It doesn't. I was waiting for something to, you know, tip me off like yeah. symbiote. <laughs> or <laughs> right. I am. Ven- it's I am not Venom. gonna be that easy. Not yet, at least. I'm gonna say though, this is from Venom. You are correct. You are correct. Well done. Nice. Good pick. All right. Next one is. Whether in success or failure, I'm proud of every single movie I've directed. <laughs> now I haven't seen Venom. Wow, yeah. <laughs> but I'm just let me play back Venom to let there be carnage in my head really quick, just to make sure. But I'm pretty sure that it's Steven Spielberg on this one. That is correct. Sweet. Alright, we're one and one. Okay, Jared, I've always been very hopeful, which I guess isn't strange coming from me. I don't want to call myself an optimist. I want to say that I've always been full of hope. I've never lost that. I have a lot of hope for this country and for the entire world. I want to say that's Spielberg. That is correct. Well done. Yeah. Nice. No optimists in Venom. In Venom, nope. Everybody hates themselves. There's not really any monologues in Venom 2 as well. They hate themselves and the audience. Yeah, it's uh, three line, three word lines only. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. I am Venom. (laughs) I am Venom. Let there be carnage. Venom 2, let there be carnage. Um, All right. Uh, Niall, this one's for you. Counting can be hard for some Okay. Even though I get older, what I do never get old, 
and that's what I keep thinking. Wait, okay, what? This is so. <laughs> Try one more time. Okay, okay, okay. This Even is though Charlie I get Day. older, what I do never gets old, and that's what I think keeps me hungry. Keeps me hungry. <laughs> I'll repeat it because no, no, no. Fun. I got it. I got okay. it. I got it. I'm also gonna go with Steven Spielberg on this. That one. is correct. Nice. Uh, yeah, you tried to throw him off. I tried a little bit. Line. A little bit. All right, um, Jared. This one's for you. Mm-hmm. Welcome back, Eddie Brock. It's been a long time. I miss you so much. I'm gonna, that's Venom. That is Venom. Well done. Okay. Well done. Okay. All right. I thought maybe that, that was, was going to be a curveball. Yeah. <laughs> Said by Steven Spielberg at the premiere of Venom 2, Let There Be Gone. <laughs> yeah, he was Steven, there. Steven, could you read this for us real quick? <laughs> uh, sure. That's, yeah, okay. Steven Spielberg on Cameo. <laughs> this one is for Nile. Yes. You are real. Oh. Mm. I'm pretty sure that that's Venom 2, Let There Be Carnage. That is correct. Well done. Nice. But we can't prove that Steven also didn't say that, right? We can't prove it. At some point in his life, he maybe has said, you are real. (laughs) He may (laughs) have said it. We can't. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Jared, this one's for you. Mm -hmm. I like the smell of film. I just like knowing there's film going through the camera. Yeah, I'm going to go Steven on that guy. <laughs> well done. That is a Steven Spielberg quote. Gotcha. All right, we're going right, right. to do one more for Nile and then one more for Jared and then one more for Nile. Great, because so I was going to say Jared started, so I don't really, but then you yeah. cleaned it up. Just so Jared can win. <laughs> yeah. Just so, yeah. All right. Um, I'm not a crazy man. I'm a real vengeful one. Well, that's that's certainly Cletus Cassidy's line in <laughs> Venom 2, Let There Be Carnage. That is correct. Nice. Well done. That That is correct. He did say that. But can you say it like Woody Harrelson would? <laughs> he, he, he may have said that. Well, he, with the amount of effort well, that Woody oh, Harrelson put in... Now, with the amount of effort that Woody Harrelson put into that movie in that totally phoned-in performance. He said it pretty much exactly the way he said it. But I probably nailed his cadence in delivery. Okay. All right. Uh, Jared, this one's for you. Mm -hmm. Sometimes a dream almost whispers. It's never shout. It never shouts. It's very hard to hear. I'll say that one more time because I flubbed it. Well, I think when it's even a little bit put together... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it, it makes me i'm gonna go with with spielberg that is correct well done well done all right this is for Woo! all the beans nile this is your last question i want every bean okay you might not get every bean when we first met it was as if you unleashed a box of squirrels into the tree of my mind and while we are apart they clawed and scratched at my brain telling me this day would come and they will pay for what they did <laughs> yeah <laughs> okay, yeah, I'm also gonna go with Cletus Cassidy in Venom 2 Let There Be Carnage. Well done. Yep, that is correct. Oh, That's nice. a tie, guys. Hey, we got a tie. Give, you know, yeah, yeah quick handshake. Yeah. No, not you. Oh, Out of here. Yeah. Lucas? Well, uh, I hope that was as entertaining for you guys as it was for me. Because It wasn't. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I thought that was pretty tough. Some of those, you know, you never know who it was, Venom 2 or Steven Spielberg. Join us next week for the same game again. Oh, great. <laughs> we're going we're gonna to keep playing this <laughs> until keep... someone gets one wrong. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
Welcome back to Man Cave Movie Night. Shh, Niall, no more talking. Sorry. <laughs> Hush. I uh, just remembered that I forgot to upload the video from last week, but I will do that as soon as we're done here. And oh, I'll even throw in a bonus this week's video of it. Oh, so, okay. <laughs> great. That's a good bonus. Woo. To be fair, I've been out of town. Yeah, and also yeah. I forgot. So No, but we talked about releasing the video a week later. Oh, we could. Yeah, we could just make you that You know, something excuse. to wait for. Yeah, yeah, so if you want to <laughs> listen to it first and then watch it a week later, yeah, that's the dedication a of a bit true fan. Extra. Um, yeah. That one, that first one we put on YouTube has seven views already, so I mean, it's what? totally worthwhile. Whoa. Oh, I didn't know that you even put one up. Yeah, I said. I so did one of those one. isn't even oh. Nile? Um, no, it's not. It's not me either. What? I didn't watch it. We could check I'd, and see how I'd many I had more. Even. I started it, but then I think I've already listened to it. So. Let me, let but, me go um, look real quick. And I also did see. It has, yeah, six it. views. And then the one we put up eight months ago of directors has uh, 17 views. Wow. See, the one that I'm seeing on mine is that the new one has four views. So. Oh, you're right. You're right. It has four views, but it was uploaded six days uploaded ago. Uploaded six days ago. Oh. Yeah. My mistake. All right. Well, to the okay. four of you who well, watched it, we're going to keep doing it just for you guys. So hopefully you appreciate that. But the reason we played that fun game was um, because was we are going to be talking about Steven Spielberg. And, you know, yeah. Steven Spielberg, one of the greatest of our time. Obviously, Venom 2, one of the greatest of our time as well. Yeah. But um, moving on from Venom, we're going to just solely talk about Steven Spielberg-related properties and just kind of his life and things like that. So personally, I think Steven Spielberg sucks, but I do this podcast, so I decided we have to do it. <laughs> Yeah, mm-hmm. that's that is that is ironic. I, I was a joke. Tarantino. That was a little bit of a joke for you guys. I actually love Steven Spielberg. Oh, we're doing jokes on here now. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah. Freedom to do bits. I, wow. uh, I'm also wearing my Black Adam shirt. Okay, so supporting supporting cool. Steven Spielberg. I think it's interesting that the first <laughs> property that you brought up in this episode after saying we were solely going to talk about Steven Spielberg properties was Black Adam. Well, I just thought that was he's really pretty, cool. pretty he produced it, so sure. And they're both heroes. They're they are with both a, heroes. with an edge though. Yeah, with a bit of a <laughs> with, with a bit edge. of a twist. Of a twist. Ruined <laughs> the song Paint Paint It Black by the Rolling Stones. Yeah. Anyway, continue. So Steven Spielberg, I don't know if you guys watched the 95th Oscars last night. I didn't. He was nominated for a few awards, and he didn't win any of them. So that's kind of cool as well. But well, he's won before, so it's like... He's won before. Yeah, yeah. who cares? He, they just throw him nominations other people just have for the fun turn. of it. And that's the episode. That's it. That's all we got this week. <laughs> Great, yeah. That that's all so we long. have to say. <laughs> that's we just, just long enough for somebody to pull their phone out and be like, did they stop? Did, did, it... did the episode <laughs> actually just end? Yeah. <laughs> um, so much dead air that you have to check. <laughs> I had to check play. to see if it was like an internet thing. I looked up and I was like, are they still moving? So, oh man, yeah. Anyway, I'm gonna just really quick before we get really into the questions, I'm gonna just talk about my favorite, personal favorite, oh, Steven good. Spielberg directed good. movie. Finally, more which Lucas is talking. Raiders of the Lost Ark. I love that movie so much. I love all the Indiana Jones movies except for the fourth one, which I think is fine. It's not horrible, but it's not good and either. The f- and the fifth is gonna be your favorite. And the fifth, of course, of course. will take the top spot from one. Um, Dial. Yeah. But Raiders of the Lost Ark, absolutely love. And I, I mean, Jaws and Jurassic Park are also on this list. So, I mean, he's got so many just phenomenal movies. But um, I think that one takes the cake for me personally. What about you so guys? Yeah. You're going to hear I mean, some... I think... 
item wrestling <laughs> real quick. Oh, okay. I, I Just real quick, my work laptop was on the counter, and it does this thing where it just, like, kind of breathes every now and then. The fan will turn on for, like, half a second, and it'll go... <gasps> Niall, get back to work. (laughs) Yeah, I know. Seriously. I'm like, it's past five o'clock. Get off of my back. (laughs) So just had to move that to where the microphone wouldn't pick it up. What were you guys saying? Well, I was was just just going to. What you guys' favorite Steven Spielberg movies are before we. Mm. Yeah. And, and, you know, we didn't really say what Steven Spielberg had done, but I think Lucas just listed a bunch Obviously, if you don't know this name, yeah, it's pretty. He's, yeah. Why are you even listening to a movie podcast? Yeah, yeah. Well, maybe it's to maybe it's to learn. Maybe it's, maybe it's to, learn. to learn. Yeah, maybe you're like, like maybe you just woke up much about seems from a fifty. In, in that case, we've failed. Coma. <laughs> we've failed so. You, know, <laughs> you heard some guy was directing Jaws fifty years ago or whatever, you know, and now you're waking up from your coma. And you're like, hey, is that guy? Did that guy do anything? He did a lot of. <laughs> he things. did a lot, a lot of things. <laughs> he did fifty-eight lot. directing things, according to IMDb. <laughs> he did fifty-eight things. Uh, he, yeah, I think my favorite personally is Jaws. Mm. Um, I was thinking of as soon as you recommended this topic, and we were, I was talking about it with some friends, and I was just like, man, why don't I just watch Jaws like? way more yeah right and like movies that take a little bit more effort to watch you know maybe they're a little bit slower or a little bit more um i don't know dramatic they just take this is just a this is just a note energy yeah yeah just across the board like um yeah it takes a little bit more effort but i always leave it really fulfilled and excited yeah like i tried to watch bullet train man i did not like that movie. <laughs> you no, didn't like I, it? Really I really enjoyed liked it, it. I know everyone said they liked it. I was like, at least it should be fun. And then I, I literally couldn't even watch the first half. I got <laughs> to like crazy. fifty minutes in, and I was like, this is so boring. Really, <laughs> it's wow. so I uninteresting. Would have enjoyed it because it's not so, boring. But yeah. anyway, you know <laughs> anyway, what would have made it less boring is Steven if the bottom Spielberg half of the it. screen was Subway <laughs> Surfers. Yeah, oh, honestly, man. that would have been awesome if it was that Subway Surfers. And then the top yeah. half, if was it was like someone. Minecraft. Yeah, if someone was yeah. jumping from Minecraft And then you blocks. just hear the audio of Bullet Train and the words are appearing over Minecraft. <laughs> yeah, that'd be kind of cool. That could be... Yeah, weird. I felt like this is not my re- this is not a review of this, of Bullet Train. <laughs> I thought it was... There was a lot of style and no substance to which I, like, didn't care about Oh, well, you see, so you didn't get to the second half, which is where the substance comes in. <laughs> yeah, but... <laughs> I, yeah, I truly don't care. I want to forget about that movie. All right. I already have. All right. Some well, hey, now, now Niall and I have a shared movie that we like that Jared doesn't. Yeah. Ah, that's I don't know pretty cool. Cool. No, it, actually, just kidding. That always happens. It's yeah. Jared and I not liking a movie that Niall does like. Yeah. So we have to Drive. find a movie that Jared likes that Niall and I don't like. Oh. And I don't um, know if that movie even exists. That's because I'm picky. Yeah, yeah, and I like but pretty much everything. I like all of them, all the movies, all of Steven Spielberg's movies. Who we're I like talking all about? Steven Spielberg's. So, Niall, yeah, what about you? Right. What's, a, what's a good and fun Spielberg movie that you like to talk about, or that you like to watch? I guess we're talking about. Let's see. I like the ones that you guys said. <laughs> Just kidding. You have no I original will thoughts. say other one. 
My favorite Steven Spielberg movie is <clears throat> uh, probably Catch Me If You Can. Oh, oh! I just love that movie point. so that's much. Really I do love that one as well. I there's something that's so magical about that movie that just makes me want to become a an international criminal. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, when I was a kid, I was like, "This would be so cool." To yeah, do what this kid does. No, his life seems awesome when you're a kid, and now you watch it, and you're like, "Oh, he's so depressing." <laughs> but. It's cool when you watch it as a kid. Yeah. And then, of course, another one that I want to bring up, mainly just because it's topical, The Fablemans was so good. It is so good. I loved that movie. And I just, like, especially being someone who, for a lot of my life, I have wanted to be making movies, or at least making something creative. Mm -hmm. It just felt like... I don't know. It felt like it was speaking directly to me, you know? And I love it when a movie feels like it's made for me. And that one definitely felt that way. So I like that movie a lot. Yeah. That's I what too. I have to say about him. Hmm. I'm shocked you didn't say Schindler's List. Yeah, I haven't seen it. <laughs> I think I think we should say as a podcast, that's our favorite. Just yeah. of the three of us, you know? It's our favorite. It's just, it doesn't podcast well. I, it doesn't podcast well. Did you guys ever watch that? No. No. <laughs> it is a phenomenal movie. Like, it's it's probably, like, his best work in terms of just, like, overall quality of filmmaking. Yeah. But, um, you know, it's very grim. But yeah. it's, it's an I'm incredible movie. I'm trying to be sad for, like, yeah, three it, It's hours. an incredible movie. It's very, very well done. <laughs> But then it's crazy that he's made that, but then also like E.T., which is like the funnest movie ever. Yeah, and Ready Player yeah. One. <laughs> and then Ready which Player also One. exists. Yep. Yep. Um, but just <laughs> to throw this out there, a few more fun facts do, about Do Steven you think Spielberg. they put from the maker of Schindler's List <laughs> into the trailers oh, for Ready Player One? Oh, man. Yeah, they might have. <laughs> <laughs> from the, the guys who brought you Schindler's List. <laughs> the team that brought you... <laughs> Schindler's List and Saving Private Ryan. <laughs> Get ready for Ready Player One. A movie that is 100% nostalgia baked. <laughs> it's the same as, yeah, I mean, Schindler's List is basically just a nostalgia bait as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's why they got him. <laughs> I don't know if it's that's nostalgia. <laughs> So anyway, some fun facts anyway. about Steven Spielberg. Let's, in case you don't know, because you know some people, like we said, don't know about Steven Spielberg. So here we are, um, twenty minutes in. We're gonna start educating you on Steven Spielberg. So oh, who is some, Steven Spielberg? His, his first movie he directed Why? Why was he? called Duel, based off of a short film he made called Bullet. So that's kind of a fun fact. Okay. His first really big success was Jaws, and that was so successful that it basically started the trend of summer blockbusters. Summer was not really a time when big blockbuster like movies that studios expected to do well came out yeah. until Jaws. Everybody's Jaws outside totally changed that. playing on the swing sets and yep. having a good time. And, and that's why they call it blockbusters is because when Jaws came out, people were actually lined up down the blocks yep. and around, you mm -hmm. know, just to try to get a ticket to see the movie. Exactly. Um, and then right after that, he made Close Encounters of a Third Kind. Also a great movie. That was the movie that followed up Jaws. And then he had Raiders of the Lost Ark. He directed the first four Indiana Jones movie movies. Um, he made E.T. He made Hook. He made Jurassic Park 1 and 2. Saving Private Ryan. Catch Me If You Can. 
Um, and then more recently, I mean, honestly, his more recent movies were great too. He made War Horse, Lincoln, Bridge of Spies, The Post, West Side Story, and Fablemans, all of which are good. The He's BFG. obviously, I mean, with the, with, a, with a career as expansive as his, you're going to have some duds. It's just inevitable. The BFG. And so, you know, yeah, the BFG, he did direct, and Tintin, <laughs> which I actually like Tintin. Yeah, But Tintin's he did make good. Uh, Ready Player One. Uh, War of the Worlds, I've heard, is not great. I haven't watched it. Um, but a couple of his movies that I haven't seen that I think look interesting are Artificial Intelligence. It's got Jude Law in it. It's like about AI and stuff. And then oh. Munich, which was nominated for Best Picture but did not win. I think something stupid beat it. Fun fact about Saving Private Ryan as well is that it was projected to win Best Picture because it was the best movie that year, I would say. And then what beat it was Shakespeare in Love. So Ugh. isn't that awesome <laughs> that that, that happened? That movie that is great is so dumb, and I no one remembers it movie. or cares about it at all. And Saving yeah. Private Ryan is truly like one of the most iconic war movies. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, it's like on IMDb's top one hundred. Oh yeah, like pretty high up right. too. On Letterboxd, it's Jeez. got a like a four point something, like four yeah four point yeah, two four two. So it's got a it's in the top two fifty on Letterboxd as well, and it's just oh man, it's so dumb that that movie beat it but you know the oscars are like that every year he didn't win this year but i do think the movies that did win deserved to win um everything everywhere all at once pretty much swept everything k-way kwan won which was awesome and brendan fraser won which was awesome but oscars aside let's get into some questions that we have about steven spielberg let's go um do you want that me to was, ask my question That was first? Segway Queen status. Thank you. Because it was like not like really... You can see my Halo end crown. Like, oh, Halo. You're like a Renaissance Queen. <laughs> Something like that. That's cool. Okay, yeah. what's up? So, at questions, <laughs> do we want to do my question first, or is there a better one you think would be better to do first? I can't remember what either of your questions are, so... Uh, I'll go with mine first. Okay, let's hear it, Jared. So, we just... Just because we just listed like... Every movie he's done. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, there's more yeah. to that. I mean, you can't be working for that long and not have made... 43 movies. Know, <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, we got a number. Um, <laughs> so, in those movies, and even just in cinema, like, as we know it, there are so many iconic shots. And not just, like, iconic Spielberg shots. You know, like... From his movies but just timeless across the board you think of like the best shots ever put on the screen and a lot of them come from these movies yeah and so i just wanted to ask you guys what is your favorite um or uh, favorite or most iconic shot from a spielberg movie yeah and it's also important to note that kind of every spielberg movie has at least the one shot where you're like, oh, that's the shot of this yeah, movie, yeah. you know? Uh, even up to the Fablemans, there's, like, kind of a discussion of, like, okay, this scene is the Spielberg shot of yeah. the movie, you know? Um, my answer, uh, I feel like there's an easy answer, but then there's the one that I want to say. You, you know? can't say most because you might steal. Yeah, I'm going to say the one that I want to say. Do it. Yeah, say what you want to say. Um... This is, I don't think that I'm actually winning the contest of the most iconic shot, but in terms of like maybe most influential shot Mm -hmm. is, is what I'll go with. And that is the, the dolly zoom shot in In Jaws Jaws. where it's zooming in on his face because that was like 
a pretty innovative thing to do, and it has been in, like, I would say maybe 80% of movies that came after Jaws. Yeah. <laughs> like, that yeah. kind of camera motion is, like, standard yeah. now. But in that shot, you're you're seeing film history in in the cinematography of it, not just in the context of the scene or anything. But then also, it's it's not just there because they were like, oh, look at this cool thing that we're doing. It's there because it does such a good job of making the viewer feel what the character in the scene is feeling. And that's what cinematography, that's one of the main roles of cinematography is to give the audience a certain feeling so that they connect harder with the story that's happening. And that scene is like a perfect example of cinematography just doing its job as well as it possibly can. Oh, yeah. So I love it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's the... The moment when Chief Brody sees like the shark attack happening, yep. mm-hmm. or like mm-hmm. realizing what's happening, you know, yeah, fully exactly right. what's going down, and yeah, it's it, it's you know like a ton of bricks oh, yeah. on awesome. him and on the audience. It's great. Cool. My turn, Lucas. Yeah. Cool. There's only there's only three of us, and one <laughs> of us only went, and the one that you're the last. Okay, so my favorite, <laughs> maybe one of the most iconic, certainly, but just. The, again, for like the technical aspect of it, but just the how cool it is in the movie is in Jurassic Park when they're in the like cars and everything and the, the water mm. in the cup starts mm. to, you know, pulsate yeah. and yeah. they're like, whoa, what's happening? And then the T-Rex just tears through that fence and just belts out a huge roar and, you know, the kids go crazy, but just that shot of the T-Rex getting through the fence and just just roaring like that is so cool because that had never been done even like there's not even a comparable like cgi moment up until that when that happens in that movie because cg that was really the first movie where cgi was fully implemented to create like characters in the movie and the dinosaurs i would say like our characters um and so it's just such a cool thing because then it's really established like this is a horror movie like this truly is scary and um because you know some stuff will shy away from showing the monster or whatever and it does a good job of doing that with the velociraptors a little bit but then when it the t-rex is finally revealed it's just such an amazing payoff and it's just oh it's so crisp so that that's one of my i don't know it's it's definitely one of my favorite spielberg shots there's so many to choose from good um yeah, and, absolutely. Yeah. No, I love that. Um, I think visually, uh, both of those are very powerful. Uh, I had a couple in mind, um, but I've got to go to try to match that visual element. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think you can't go wrong with E.T., the bike. Yep. Flying that was the one in front I was going to say. Mm-hmm. was like, There's... that's the right answer. And that's, that's <laughs> his like so... logo for his production yeah, company. For like, yeah, for Yeah, like, imagine that, you know, you you create like a portrait basically on on film that's becomes your logo yeah. because of just how yeah. visually immediately recognizable. Yep. Um, it's, it's striking and yeah. beautiful in all the ways you want, like um your film to be i know there's like a i don't know if it's a youtube channel or a twitter page or something called every frame a painting oh it's mm-hmm. a youtube right? yeah yeah and that's just i think exactly how i would describe it it's yeah. just mm-hmm. a painting um and i don't know i think like 
all three of those are, are very powerful. Yeah. And so that shows, again, exactly how much work has to go into building these moments, right? Whether it's a moment that hits the character really well, right? A shot that really digs into the character, a shot that builds suspense, right? With the um, water yeah, uh, and everything. Or a shot that kind of gives you a cinematic... Uh, yeah. kind of climax to a, a chase you yeah know? Well, and he does all of it super well <laughs> yeah it, it, the range is endless and then also to go off of that shot more there are not many shots from film that you can show pretty much anyone in the world that doesn't include like the face of a character or or like mm. words or something that give you context and I would say that everyone you show that picture to will be like, well, yeah, that's E.T. Yeah. Even people who haven't seen E.T. would know it. Yeah. 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 And it's like, you don't need, like, that is just, it has transcended the story that it's from to become that one shot is its own piece of pop culture. Mm -hmm. And that's insane. Yeah. Like, shots like that don't really happen, you know? Yeah, I wish they would happen more. Yeah, big time. But that's, yeah, that's my first question. Dang I think now question. that we've we set up the movies, we went into the shots, but now we can kind of dive into, you know, a couple more creative ones. Nice. Yes. Big time. Uh, nah, Jared, do you want to do yours? Yeah, I'll do it again. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I meant Niall. I meant, I said I went ma, nah, Jared, but I meant Is Niall. Is mine better to go right now? I can do mine. Can... What do you prefer? I'll this do mine. This is your episode. Yeah, this is you. <laughs> okay, fine. great. Great. So my question I hope is, it's it is good. It's a fun and good one. What is a movie that Steven Spielberg did not direct that he could have or should have directed? Mm. Oh, that's a dang good question. Yep. That is a dang good um, question. And my, maybe I'll, I'll wait um, for a second because the movies that come to my mind initially are the ones that I think are still very playful. Uh-huh. Like, like mm. I think he he has such a, a, a great energy in all of his movies. Obviously, like Jaws is, and Jurassic Park are more kind of old horror. Yeah. But I think they're still fun. Yeah, definitely. You know? There's like a... Um, I don't know if playful is quite yeah, the right, but definitely he, he does is playful in a lot of his movies. Just not yeah. really Jaws and Jurassic Park. Right. I mean, like, um, you think Schindler's List, the first word that comes to your head is playful, so. Right. right. Well, the first m- movie that <laughs> came to me, as in with the Saving Private Ryan, that first scene yeah, I'm watching, so I'm like, wow. <laughs> oh, my goodness. They could be scared. Just makes you wish you lived in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> um, but my, so my first thought was Goonies, and I know he uh, produced that yeah, one. Yeah, wrote it. And he wrote it, yeah. So I'm like, I'm trying to find a movie that kind of captures that same. Like, so like a Sandlot or something like that. Yeah, exactly. A Sandlot would be great. Yeah, there you, you go. Know? That's my answer, I guess. <laughs> that's that's a pretty good answer. Sandlot, yeah. <laughs> that is. Yeah. Yeah, I think uh, we'll, we'll, we'll stick with that. I know it's not a fantasy, fantastical journey. No, you know, but work. I don't think like, it really totally needs to be. Like, he could totally do a good job. Like, it'd be fun. They, yeah, there's still those elements of, you know, the the beast. Is that what they call it? What do they call the dog? The beast, yeah. The beast, yeah. Is it the beast? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, building suspense, a fun chase sequence in it. 
Mm. Come on. How was this not Steven Spielberg? Seriously. Could have been. You know, just put John Williams on the score as well. (sighs) And then you're you're great. That would have been sweet. Um, If I if I come up with another one, I'll you'll you'll lob it. I'll throw it. Yeah, just look up uh, fun kid movies that have children in it. (laughs) Boss baby. Stand by me is another one that he could do. I have my answer. Yeah, let's hear. (laughs) This is a bold answer. Ooh. So stick with me, okay? But the Shawshank Redemption. Ooh, wow, interesting. Now I'm not saying. Yeah, that, that one he would have be done redone. it better. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm not saying the number one I the IMDb number one movie of all time could have been just better. I don't think that, <laughs> but I think that Steven Spielberg would have just nailed that movie. Yeah, like if you had heard back then, if you were a fan of like Cinema. Stephen King, and you find out. Oh, Steven Spielberg's directing the Shawshank Redemption movie. You'd be like, all right, sweet. This is going to be super, super good. Not to say that Frank Darabont didn't do a great job, but Steven Spielberg would have absolutely crushed that movie. True. I also, I, I won't say it now just in case it undercuts someone's answer, but I have an entire director who you could just replace with Steven Spielberg and... And it would always it would just, be. It would, it would always work. It would just always work. <laughs> yeah. Well, let me let me. I've I do have. Okay, one. let's hear. Okay. And I, Sandlot's a great answer. First of all, Sandlot's a very but, good answer. Again, I want one that's kind of has a playful energy yeah. to it. You know, maybe has a little bit some some parts that are a little darker, right? Some parts that are fantastical and whimsical. Uh, and what better movie than The Princess Bride? Oh. Now, I know that's a classic, and I know it's really, really great. But, you know, that energy, I think he would, you know, keep it alive. He could have directed it. That was part of the question. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it would have been, like, truly just as good. Um, I don't know if it, I'd say it's better, like Niall was saying, but it would have been different. And if they were to remake it, seeing with how delicately he handled the West Side Story remake making yeah. it like honestly just as good as the original better uh, if not better in some ways yeah um, and also treating it with with new interpretations and mm-hmm. making Respect. it like giving it clear connections to things that are going on now in the world like he, he does a very good job of keeping it the way that it should be but also making alterations just to make it like but remember that steven spielberg's the best yeah so. yeah right so i think if he, if they were to remake it, he would be my pick. Good nice answer. Very good answer. Very good answer. Um, my I've got a couple answers. Um, so first one <clears throat> is that there was a rumor going around for a little bit that um, Steven Spielberg was in talks to direct the new Fantastic Four movie. That he was like that Marvel had asked him at least, and mm. I think that he would do a great job. I think a Fantastic Four movie directed by Steven Spielberg would be awesome. That would be so cool. He would be so good for it. It's exactly like Jared was saying, which is the like whimsical, just like friendly, just that side of it would be awesome. I think Matt Shackman is going to do a great job. I am genuinely excited for him to be directing it. However, I do think Steven Spielberg would be awesome to have direct that. But it totally makes sense why he didn't because, you know, he's Steven Spielberg. He can do whatever he wants. And if he doesn't want to do a Marvel (laughs) movie, he's not going to. Um, But the one that I do genuinely think he should have done is... Star Wars, the the sequel trilogy. 
And mm. that I see the 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 funny thing is actually George Lucas did ask him to direct the prequels. The prequels, um, right? He asked a lot of his friends. He asked him. He asked Brian Palma, like, nah. Ron Howard. <laughs> I'm not touching. Yeah, that. all his buddies <laughs> Pass. from Martin Scorsese. I'm sure he asked as well. All his friends from film school and imagine? just like hid that era from the <laughs> 70s. Naughty. Keep William Neeson in it. Dude, that Anakin Skywalker sounds like this. I think Anakin Skywalker. And he pulls out a pistol and shoots someone. Not just the men, but the <laughs> women and the children, too. So, I mean, it, it was pretty obvious why they didn't at the time. Because <laughs> with the prequels, there was only the original trilogy. There was nothing else. It was just a perfect trilogy of movies that everyone loved. And so, of course, him and everyone else were shying away like, no way, there's no shot. Funnily enough, Ron Howard actually did end up directing a Star Wars movie in Solo. Directing half of a Star Wars movie. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> but Steven Spielberg, I think, would have brought great energy to these new Star Wars movies. And I think he would have got, brought a great voice to the script and the production side of it that it just desperately needed. Obviously, we've yeah. talked about how it needed yeah. just a consistent director throughout all three. And if he had been the one to do it, they would have been awesome. People would have seen them. People would have been blown away by the fact that Steven Spielberg was making Star Wars movies and it, it just it would have worked so well J.J. Abrams I think did a great job with episode 7 but just the disparagement between 7, 8, and 9 just are so tragic but yeah. that's my answer is those new Star Wars movies do you want to hear my answer of total director replacement yeah I do I would love to check this out once again not all of them are <laughs> what he would have done better but okay. he just he could have done all of these movies Robert Zemeckis. Yeah, yeah. You get Steven Spielberg directing Back to the Future yep. or Forrest Gump mm-hmm. or Castaway, like all of them. It's just, he could do it. Same could, with J.J. Like, Abrams, like, honestly. He could totally yeah. replace J.J. Abrams. As a, oh, yeah, big time. Because um, he hasn't directed that many things, but um, the Star Trek movies, he totally could have done. Star mm. Wars, obviously, we talked about. And then the Mission Impossible one that he made. And then Super 8. Super 8 is a very... Spielberg-esque movie anyway. Like, he was... He actually produced that. Um, But, yeah. Kind of wild. Kind of wild indeed. Hey, I've got a question. Hey, Niall has a question. Hey, Niall. Is it about (coughs) ham again? We don't want to hear about your dumb ham more. Stop asking ham-related questions. no ham questions this week. No pork at all. The polls are in. The audience also doesn't like the ham (laughs) questions. So... Thanks for backing us up, guys. Thank you. We were getting so sick of this. disappointed. But... My question is, this is my second choice of question, of course, um, behind what ham would Steven Spielberg have directed the best? Um, which ham, which form of honey. ham would Steven Spielberg taste like if you were Listen, to Listen, if, if your answer for what he would have directed best is anything but Black Forest ham, we're going to have a problem. I don't know. Sweet ham is pretty high up there for me. But listen. Yeah. Yeah. Here's my actual question. Let's okay. not get into it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, let's not get into that because that was going to be a heated. <laughs> yeah, <it> could, <laughs> I can tell already. It, it could get real hot real quick. Yeah, it's good we deterred that. Um, in 300 years, when all <laughs> when we're still alive, when all is forgotten of our era, except for yeah. the few true gems of pop culture that have survived. Uh, World Wars 3 through 9. Oh, <laughs> oh no. boy. 
That's yeah, pessimistic. lots coming in the next 300 years. <laughs> in the next 300 years, there's going to be seven more world I have wars. Seen, I have seen the future. I have seen uh, into 300 years from now, and it's not good. But the one thing that I haven't seen out of the next 300 years is which Steven Spielberg movie will will have survived. Which is the one that, after all the others have fallen away is going to be the one that's remembered by society. Hmm. It's hmm. a good question. I, I think I do have an I'll... answer for this. Um, yeah, go for it. I do think you it's Schindler's List. I think Schindler's List is the one that's going to outlast him. Um, and I think he knows that too. I think that's the one that people, that history is going to remember because of just how poignant and well-made it is. Like as he was making it, he he had this idea that he wanted to make, you know, about the idea of Oscar Schindler and just like that whole list because it wasn't it was about the Holocaust, but it was about like kind of a hopeful piece of the Holocaust. And as as ironic as that is, um, it is a very like uplifting story in the end, even though it's just surrounded by the worst thing to ever happen. And so I think um, that is the one that is going to be just remembered. And there's actually a really um, interesting quote where when he showed John Williams a cut of it um, before there was any music, like there might've been some temp stuff. He was like, John Williams was so moved. And he was like, I can't do this. Like, I'm not good enough to do this. And Steven Spielberg said, I know, um, but you are the best one alive that can do it. And so Whoa. yeah, he was basically just like, he, he, he told him that he was the best composer alive, but he also told him that like, you know, this is like way too moving of a project and, but you're going to do a great job ultimately. But it, it, it um, Hans Zimmer could have done well. Too. Yeah, it, it really needed a Hans Whoa. Zimmer-esque approach. <laughs> I don't even think he was really relevant yet. In Danny Elfman. That? 93, yeah, no. <laughs> Danny, Danny Elfman. Elfman. <laughs> um, but yeah, just everything about the movie is just so professional and well done and just very respectful. Um, and yeah. I, I think it's not. I have a couple of friends of mine who rated Schindler's as four stars. Like, what? Come on, really? What? That, okay, whatever. That's unrelated. But that, that's so annoying to me. Um, that is. That's frustrating. Anyway, Schindler's List hey, is my I'm answer, sorry, and I'm sorry. I think it's the it's correct answer. answer. However, I would love to hear what you guys have to say because you haven't seen it. So. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Know, maybe. My intuition also told me. Uh, that would be Schindler's List. Yeah. Just because that also has so much historical relevance, yeah. you know? People aren't like, oh, remember when there was that actual island with dinosaurs on it? <laughs> <laughs> huh? Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, 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 of course, of course. Yeah. The Jurassic Park made that movie based on it. So. Yeah, yeah, that exactly. No, so, I mean, clearly there's so much relevance there. Um my my answer will actually be Jurassic Park, though. Nice. You know, as far as moving away from Schindler's List. Um, I think that one, specifically because of their, you know, we were in a time when it was revolutionary, right? These, you know, huge dinosaurs, almost, almost all practical. I know they have some shots and stuff that mm. aren't. But I think that reliance on practical... Um, you know, dinosaurs, practical effects throughout is not going to date it no. as much as like maybe any Marvel movie other... within the last few years. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Out CGI'd by a 30 year old movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, I don't think we're going to be watching as much like Quantum as we are <laughs> in three hundred years. Do no shot. <laughs> that will be forgotten in three weeks. <laughs> it already has yeah. been forgotten. People don't even know that that movie exists. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's fair. But I mean, I, Jurassic Park as a story as well is so so compelling, thrilling, exciting. Right, it's just a really, really well-told story about kind of like greed and how timeless that is, and about nature and. Um, so I don't know. I think when, when we lose all of our nature to greed in the future, mm-hmm. and also when dinosaurs come back <laughs> as yeah. part of the efforts of World War Eight, right. <laughs> It will be um, even more poignant. And World it'll, War it'll Eight, which is fought over V Bucks. <laughs> you can buy dinosaurs with V Bucks. V Bucks replace <laughs> yeah. all currency on Earth. V Bucks so. and Royale tokens. Ugh. But yeah, I don't know. That's my answer. Cool. That's a great answer. I. It's a very is, good answer. That's a very good answer. Um, I'm with you guys on both of those. Um, oh, I'm gonna say another one. Kind of for the sake of just having an diversity, argument. yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. And so we now we have to defend ours and say why well, yours is wrong. Is that? <laughs> yeah, it's a debate podcast uh, now. Yeah. It's now a debate. Yeah. Now. <laughs> there will be a second portion where you can have your rebuttals. <laughs> oh, um, <okay>. Nice. <laughs> uh, no, my answer is um, Indiana Jones and the Raider of Raiders of the Lost Ark. The Raider. The Sing. Raider of the Lost. In Indiana the Jones. Box colon the raider of the lost ark oh there you go that's um, a good one yeah and the reason it that i there's say no that, alliteration so i don't know if it's gonna stick yeah it's that's true dial of destiny <laughs> oh, indiana good. jones the investigator of of the lost raider of the, of of the, the lost raider, raider the raider investigator um, that's really good that's pretty good uh the reason that i say that is more than anything, the creation of the character himself, mm-hmm. of Indiana Jones, such a significant part of film history is like that character and Indiana Jones existing and being one of those. Again, everything about Indiana Jones is one of those things that you like. You could probably show a child nowadays that has never seen any Indiana Jones movie the music from Indiana Jones. And maybe they wouldn't even know what it's from, but they'd be like, I know that. Like, yeah, Yeah, yeah. everybody has heard that. Hmm. It's transcended what it's a part of. And I think that as part of that, it's just kind of a piece of culture that is always going to be um, remembered. And I'll also make another point. I think that it's going to be remembered... I think it's going to be forgotten from years, 250 years from now until 300. And then it will be remembered. And somebody is going to go, is going to be like an archaeologist, <laughs> like Indiana Jones, and they're going to find a copy of it. Oh. And then it's going to be reignited. Interesting. Very cool idea. <laughs> Thank you. Um, I'm going to make gonna a movie su- about it called Indiana Jones, the Raider Investigator. <laughs> They're going to switch. They've got like a dinosaur egg that they have from the last war. Yeah. And they're going to switch it 
with a Blu-ray copy of, <laughs> of Raiders. Because <laughs> Blu-ray, dinosaurs exist again, but Blu-ray is still the standard format of... for watching. No, it's because he's in some sort of crypt or dungeon or something. And he's going to open it, and it's actually going to be a copy of Mario Kart Wii because somebody was mixing their cases and discs. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. that's how the movie ends. <laughs> yeah, Mario yeah. Kart Wii. So, um, Jimmy Kimmel hosted the Oscars last night, and he did a very good job. He was actually very funny. That was he, a good segue, yeah, Lucas. Um, <laughs> let me just finish Lord, my yeah. thought, and I'll tell you why it is a good segue, okay? So, I was prefacing the idea that he hosted, and he did a good job. And one of the jokes he made was, if you've never made love to the Indiana Jones Rise of the Lost Ark soundtrack, you should try it because it's amazing. And I thought that was very funny because he was talking about John Williams because he's the most uh, nominated person as of this year um, and Ever? oldest oldest or... person to be nominated. And he wow. has been nominated more times than anyone except I for Walt I feel like Disney. Humphrey Bogart is older than him now. Humphrey Bogart is not alive. But he's older than him and he, he was nominated. Yeah, that's true, but not more times. You know, no, the age at which he was nominated. Humphrey Bogart was not nominated recently. John Williams was. I know. I'm... I know. Are you sure? Yes. I don't know. <laughs> Continue with what you were saying. That's the end of the thought. That, that was that Oh, was okay. That's oh, a okay. funny joke. Yeah. Anyway. Good th- job, th- Jimmy So there Kimmel. is one other thing from the Oscars, which is Harrison Ford presented the best picture. He was the one who read oh, the envelope, which that. is cool. And I was thinking, man, it did would be... Did he seem like he wanted to be there? Or no. Did he seem of course. He, he's always annoyed. <laughs> okay. But I thought it would be really funny if he's on stage presenting and he just like, he prefaces it a little bit, you know, they'd always say something. If he's like... Yeah. Yeah, um, you know, Indiana Jones 5 comes out this year, and uh, I die at the end. <laughs> like, if it just spoiled the ending of the movie. That would be so funny. That would be hilarious. Uh, um, yeah. Just because what would they be able to do? They, could not, they couldn't stop him. They couldn't take yeah. his money. Like, he's he's Harrison Ford. He can do whatever the hell he wants. And if they had, if he had done that, that, that would have just been so funny. He wouldn't, obviously. And he, but... and he wants to do shrinking yeah. on Apple TV+. Plus. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and he wants to join the MCU. Go check it out. As a character who had already been in it. As President Thaddeus Ross. <laughs> yep. Slash Red Hulk, sick. probably. He'll probably Hopefully. become Red Hulk. I'm so down for that. Me too. <laughs> but you know what? Steven Spielberg, guys. What a cool and good guy. Great director, great producer even. He doesn't write that much, but when he does, it's great. He wrote The Fablemans. He wrote Goonies. He wrote Venom yeah. too. I like him because he's never been mean to me. I actually like that amount of one as well. I saw Steven Spielberg once, actually. He was driving by in a go-kart, or a golf cart. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Throwing shells at other vehicles. No, it was after the Oscars in L.A., and we were outside the Dolby Theater, and he and Meryl Streep were next to each other being driven in a golf cart past us. And I was like, hey, look, that's Steven Spielberg and Meryl Streep. Yeah, it was very (laughs) surreal. I was like, whoa, that's them. Um, And that's all I have to say about him. Okay. All right. So, you guys have any Yeah, I mean, I like him. I like I him a lot. He's probably my favorite. Uh, he's one of my favorite directors, for sure. He's great. He, You know, you can't beat him. He's one of the greatest of it's all time. There's no denying it. And like they say, if you can't beat him, join him. That's why he and I will be co-directing <laughs> all of his projects from now on. <laughs> That's pretty awesome, dude. I'm, I'm really glad That's you were able to That's a huge announcement. Gig. Yeah. I it took it we was hard for me to keep it in. It was hard to keep to keep it in for the whole time. Yeah, should we throw well, I don't news? want people to just listen just for the announcement. Yeah, of that's course, why of we course. didn't say. It. Yeah, I want people to yeah. listen because they like the show. We'll put in the title though, just far, so that they're waiting for it. Congratulations, you know <laughs> yeah. that 
I'm going to be co-directing uh, every Untitled Frank Bullet Project, <laughs> which is what is listed as his upcoming director credit. Nothing oh, else. nice. Yeah. Cool. Well, Napoleon, which is a TV miniseries, which he will be directing, looks like. Interesting. Yep. Well, cool. All right, Steven Spielberg, guys. Well, everyone. If, you want, if you want to watch some movies of his, we've given you plenty of recommendations. And if you've already seen some, give him a rewatch. You know, he's a pretty good guy. He's pretty Come good. On. At, Come on. Come on. Right. What are you doing? What are you doing? Hey. If you don't watch him, Marty Scorsese is going to come over and he's going to make you watch his movies. And do remember the that Departed. this weekend, the Departed. a movie that will certainly be on the same caliber of Steven Spielberg <laughs> movies, comes out, which is Shazam 2, Fury of the Gods. Is so, that this week? Be sure to go Bro, check that out that in one. theaters. I know I, I would. not at all. Yeah, well, we can do it next week. We'll all. do it next week. We'll do that as our episode next week. I don't want just to. kidding because I don't want to make you two watch it, and I don't. I don't think I'm going to watch it either, to be honest. But it does okay. come out, so anyway, that's good. To I know. hope it gets a 98 on Rotten Tomatoes, <laughs> dude. It's well, James will. Gunn keeps talking about how it's like super no. important to the no. plans going forward. That's BS. He t- he says that about the Flash, not about Shazam too. He said it about Shazam. No. Look it up. There is no. James Gunn I will bet you any amount of money he did not say that. That that whole thing is getting retconned immediately after it comes out and bombs. Because it is not going to be good. I hope it is. He's like, well, that wasn't that. So that they that had, to, I had wasn't. to say that so that I wouldn't get fired by Warner Brothers. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. He's like, when he was talking about the movies, he's like, yeah, we've got Shazam coming out. We've got Flash, which I really liked. I'm really excited for yeah. you guys to see it. And then we got Blue Beetle and we got Aquaman. <laughs> so, there's clearly one that he cares about more than the others. Um, Freaking Blue Beetle and Aquaman. Those movies are going to suck. I don't think they're going to suck more. Wasn't Aquaman supposed to come out like more than a year ago? It was supposed to come out in December of last year. Okay. So it comes out in December of this year. It's a good sign. (sighs) It'll be right around the time World War IV starts. Thanks for listening. What? Yeah, the third one's... We're close. The third one is only going to last The third one starts tomorrow. Today for the listeners. <laughs> well, no. <laughs> Tomorrow. Today is today. I know. I'm just kidding. All right. Well, well thanks for listening. And we'll see you goodbye, next week. Goodbye. I love you. Bye, bye, bye.